Hello, Teaching Plus listeners. This is Ellen Watson, Senior Educational Developer at the Center for Teaching and Learning. In this four-episode mini-series, Chris Barger, also from the Center for Teaching and Learning, talks to Dr. Roshan Abraham about online education in the medical field. Enjoy. What are some moments of success that you have found uh, in adapting to remote education? So I mentioned already before about Zoom, about some of the different basic things that we can start integrating into into our teaching. I think probably the, the first thing that I would say would be a success for me is the use of breakout rooms, whether it's for assessment or for my lecture group teaching. I find it something very simple to use, at least for me, to be able to get students to interact with one another during a lecture setting. And I'll pose a question, they'll go off into their small group rooms, kind of like that thing pair share, but instead of pair, they're in a a larger group. And then they come back and actually report to the rest of the class through through something like Poll Everywhere, let's say. And then and then we're able to to see that, share that, and then discuss it. That's something that I was anyways doing before uh, the pandemic, but just in a large lecture group setting. And I think the breakout rooms allow for that opportunities to, for, for different students to interact with one another. So for me, that's, that's been a success. I still don't have my teaching evaluations yet for those, for those lectures. So it'll be interesting to see how the students, um, felt that that went. But I, I think for the most part, it was a success just from a logistical standpoint, but you do have to be comfortable. I think the other thing that's been a success for me, and again, it has yet to, come to fruition in the pandemic times is curricular podcasting. So I've introduced a curricular podcast within the communications curriculum last year, pre-pandemic, which involved a lecture. So we traditionally give lectures on more advanced communications topics like sexual history taking, prenatal history taking, breaking bad news, and what we did is for about for three of those topics, we would actually get students to, after the lecture was done, to participate in a survey, totally voluntary. We'd actually compile the results of that survey. We'd ask just two questions about, you know, what is it that you'd like clarified? What extra things would you like to know about? And then we'd actually form a script and do a podcast and it would be me and another colleague from the department of family medicine we would know what we would actually do is we would have this sandwich and we call it a podcast sandwich between the lecture and that small group class setting that they have uh, that would be in like a a few weeks and the podcast would sit right in the middle and what we would end up doing is we know both of us would create the cases for those small group history taking sessions. And what we would be able to do is knowing that as well as knowing what the survey results are, we put together a script that would hopefully address a lot of the questions the students had and help them be prepared for their small group session. And we did this without knowing about a pandemic. And in fact, uh, our final evaluation for it, which were, was going to be focus groups, we had our quantitative data all sorted out with with uh, from the from the web hosting, sorry, the video platform hosting service that we had. But then the pandemic cut our focus group short because it was supposed to happen in March of 2020. Ultimately, what's happened is uh, we've looked at it at scaling up, not just curricular podcasts, podcasts in general within the faculty of medicine and dentistry. And a lot of the legwork that I've been doing over the last few weeks uh, has been to prepare 
come January for the faculty to embark on either curricular or extracurricular podcasting so that faculty members feel comfortable about actually generating and publishing content uh, that relates to their area of study and interest. Very interesting. And that's such a what a good thing to kind of get a head start on before the before the pandemic kind of has completely struck us to get a little bit of legwork going. But yeah, I think podcasting is just or podcast is such a great way to deliver content for students because you are getting hours of videos. I'm sure you're getting lectures, synchronous lectures, some asynchronous lectures, worksheets, um, lots of stuff like that. But then to have just a medium where you can also be doing something else or maybe take a break from staring at your screen can be so valuable where you can take a dog for a walk or cook dinner or go for a run while consuming some content can be just such a nice break for your eyes. I know that I've been, uh, as part for my job, we'll often have to, not often, but occasionally, I guess, we'll have to listen to other podcasts. And those are some of my favorite days. So I was like, great, for the next three hours, I have to listen to a podcast. So I'll go on a long dog walk and come back afterwards feeling like I've accomplished something. And I find them awesome. Um, maybe just as a tip for our listeners, if you are getting into curricular podcasting, we are recording this podcast on a uh, program called Zencaster, spelled Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R, which is a program uh, that allows you to record podcasts at a higher quality level than Zoom allows for. As well, it records the input separately. So if you're editing your podcast and you want to cut out some background noise or cut out a segment of the podcast. It's a lot simpler uh, to edit when your audio inputs are separated. Roshan, I believe that is all I had for you today, but I want to thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your day and joining us and uh, discussing about discussing about uh, discussing all the changes that you've made as you've gone online and the successes and the challenges you've had. And uh, it's been very interesting talking to you. And yeah, I just wanted to thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity. It's been great. Thank you for listening to Teaching Plus. This Teaching Plus podcast is created by the University of Alberta Center for Teaching and Learning team. For more information on any of our services, please find us online at ctl.ualberta.ca. Until next time, keep tweaking your teaching.